Jesus. Oh my god. Oh, that's a big swallow. Uh, welcome to Compost Heap. My name's Rhodes, and this is my other co-host, Josh. And, um... <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. And uh, t- t- today, you're gonna... Welcome to our little audio experience, because we're, we're gonna... <laughs> it's gonna be great. The episode is... Whatever you want this time. It's a... It's a... <laughs> It's a dealer's choice. Yeah. Do, does dealer's we choice gonna, mean that the other we're gonna talk the about other person can pick it? What? Does dealer's choice? Does, who's picking? If that I means s- the dealer gets right, to but pick. if I said dealer's choice, would it be implying that you get to pick or that I get to pick? Who's the dealer? That's what I'm asking. Is the listener the dealer? I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, we're going to talk about, um, gifts, gifts from, from, from daddy. Presidents. Let's not, let's not say it like that. Redo. <laughs> we're let's go again. <laughs> today, today we're going to talk about gifts and what it means to have a freely flowing giving in a community and when just ideas around how you know if you've given enough. Yeah, this is, this is going to be part one of our many-part series about cash money and how to conceptualize yeah. that in a group of uh, like-minded lovers in an eco-village. In this episode, you're going to hear some excerpts from my interview with the Rainforest Collective, which is a super cool community in the Pacific Northwest. Check them out. I think like the 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 thing to start with here, right? It's like what what's what's a gift, right? Sure. Because we have a very uh, like I'm gonna the you know I got here's what a gift is. Someone's wrapping it up, and someone's giving it to me. This a little thing that someone's given me on perhaps a holiday such as Muano birthday or perhaps a Muano Christmas or for. For our little jays out there, Hanukkah. Did you say Muanu Christmas? Um, yeah. What is? What is that? All right. So this is the Shosh trying to embarrass me podcast. No. No, I just, I want to know why you said no that. I thought maybe no you'd have a funny podcast, reason. Josh. You're saying when you think about a gift, you think about um, a, a wrapped up present. You're not thinking about. Right. Is that what we're talking okay. about? Where this is our Christmas episode? Actually, I mean, we probably should start working on our Christmas episode soon because right. uh, it's right around the corner and we take a while. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Um, is that what we're talking about here? Is that what we're talking about? Are we talking about are we talking about Christmas gifts? Are we talking about wrapped up a friend giving in the friend no. a thing? No, 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 no. I'm talking about giving the gift of of your yourself to your community. Yikes! <laughs> Let's back up and phrase that in a different way. No one's gonna be loving that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm talking about giving, <laughs> giving your time to your community. Um, you know, like, like if you were at a, like, like if you think about volunteering as a gift to your community at large, volunteering for like a nonprofit or something, um, you know, giving as opposed to like selling or um, loaning, like you're, you're giving without expecting anything in return. But at the same time, everyone else is giving too. So you will get things in return, but like just that the expectation is everyone gives what they're able to. Part of gifting to me is I don't want people to feel obligated to reciprocate or to to give. I think that for me, like there's something about unconditional giving and receiving that's really healing. I think a, a common pushback towards that, like if you're if you're modeling your labor system off of like everyone just giving and doing what they can and what they want to, I think a lot of people would be like... If, you, if you're talking about building a, building a system around giving, uh, what about those who take, you know? Those who don't want to give and they just, they just take. Gotcha, yeah. It's not going to work out. It has to be transactional. Um, uh, I would say to that that they probably just shouldn't have been let into the community if they're really that much of, of, a, of take, take, take. Um, because, you know, on a community scale, you, you can just vet people and make yeah, sure that they're... Yeah, totally. But I, I guess, like, I, I guess the, the anxiety that I'm speaking to is, like, when do you know if you've given a fair amount? Like, I think a lot of people are concerned with this idea of fairness, right? And if, if there's a mm-hmm. non-transactional system that's not being tracked, like, I'm giving my labor up or I'm giving money up to the community or whatever... And these are all gifts that I'm not expecting anything back from. But the one thing that I do expect back is that other people are going to put the same that I am, right? I think a lot of people have this big concern about fairness in our society. Definitely. And, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> in, in society, I, I, don't, you know, I don't know the answer necessarily. But in a small community like that, like communication, literally, you if someone's not giving their fair share or someone feels like they're giving too much, you you have a conversation, you have a culture of talking about where you're at and how you're feeling about how much you or other people are contributing. And like, if everyone kind of agrees, like so-and-so, you know, so-and-so, you know, maybe got an injury last week and like has been down and out, but like they're better now and they're still not working. Then it's like, well, you just go talk to them about it and kind of see how that goes. Yeah, I think I think communication still hmm? I think communication's absolutely a solution like you're talking about. But I think I think yeah. that another even deeper solution is like you were saying you don't see the solution in society. And I honestly think the solution in society as very similar in the eco village is just kind of dropping that whole tug of war that you have about fairness. Like hmm. I think, you know, uh, for example, like here in Portland, right, there's a lot of mutual aid projects. Definitely. And, uh, you know, there's stuff like like free fridges. But but the whole idea of the free fridge is not like, 
uh, every neighbor puts in an amount that is fair. It's like you just put in food. Anyone can take any at any time, and there's no question at all asked. Yeah, or... Um... And because the system is built up around that type of gift giving, no one's ever, like, hitting up the fridges and being like, I put in food, but I never take any food, and that's not fair. I guess, like, pull your nose out of your neighbor's business and, like, like worrying about what whether or not other people are contributing enough often does create a toxic environment. But, you know, it's like there are things that need to get done. And I've seen, you know, anarchist spaces where one person is just kind of picking up everyone's slack. And that doesn't feel very sustainable because that person burns out pretty quickly. Yeah, totally. So there are definitely there's some there's some way to like not be overly worried about it but still have communication around it and create a path of least resistance where like work's just getting done and it's maybe even fun like i think that's that's totally possible oh it's it's definitely fun just make every everything that we have to do around the community into some kind of like game or at least like we're just fucking vibing like oh we gotta repaint the house like let's just mis- listen to music and like have a blast yeah you know like let's not make it this like drudging labor even if we're out like literally digging a ditch like we could with our friends that could be fun yeah i think that talking about giving and talking about like what the amount to give is and stuff like that is one of those fundamental pillars of trust that we don't have in our like in in the society that we live in currently and is exactly what we want to build in the eco village and constantly like yeah. seek answers towards and like have little arguments with people about it. Well, yeah, I think we're, we're constantly worried about getting ripped off and things not being fair in our society because in our society as it currently exists, we're constantly getting ripped off and things are constantly not fair. Right. And so it's very understandable to be worried about that coming from that, from that sort of an environment. But the reality is, is that we're trying to create an environment where that's not constantly happening. No one's ever trying to exploit you. Right, exactly. So, like, the hope is that people could heal from that, and there probably would be some sort of, like, intermediate, like, a t- time where people were working through, you know, and some people may never be able to work it out of their system, but, like, the hope is that we could kind of reach an equilibrium where people just trust each other and we all just care about the community being successful and and we we give as much as we need to give in order for that to happen and we're not like worried if i did a bunch of work and so and so didn't because i understand that they care about me and that you know they might have my back some other week As far as income sharing, I guess our interpretation of that is that everybody who lives here has the option to have their own savings and contribute financially however much they want. But I, I think one difference is that we're open to the idea of every person who lives here to like have their own savings and not have to give all of their income into the community and maybe get a stipend once a month. I personally think it's okay for people to have their savings or whatever. I think something else that differentiates us from a lot of the member communities 
communities in the FEC is that we don't have like a, a shared business on the land. There are separate income streams and yeah, people put into the collective pot what they want to. And we just have different like agreements about using those funds and just stuff that benefits the community and each individual's well-being is part of the community being well, so. If we're talking about like gifts and giving each other gifts and, and gifting, God, I phrased that terribly. Um, <laughs> I think that I, I think that um, the most important thing to learn to give freely, like a gift, and the thing that will really be saving the community from a lot of problems that more than you and I envision that other people envision when talking to us about it. Um, <laughs> is uh is like the idea of freely giving your trust right like like it's important yeah. to build a framework of a community where trust is more easily given where there aren't people who are trying to like take advantage of you or or get you in a vulnerable position and fuck you over or any number of the reasons why we're pretty guarded with our trust in general yeah i mean definitely but like creating an environment where we trust everybody who we live with that we can i can give anything and everything to this community and i'm never going to be fucked over by doing that actually it's going to make me feel good because i'm helping people i care about and then they're gonna give that same gift back to me yeah and i mean that's i think that for me it's it's easy for me to give my trust to a group of my friends like that but it's not for everyone and I understand why it wouldn't be, you know, coming from this, this, our society, the way that it is. Like, it's so incentivized to not be trustworthy. Well, yeah, I think it's often in trauma, right? Yeah, exactly. It totally is based in trauma. And there's, there's just like, uh, our society is fucking traumatic. <laughs> so like a lot mm -hmm. of people are traumatized around trust. And I get that. Um, and I have a lot of respect for when people find ways to s trust anyways, even, even after trauma like that. Um, and I also know people who, you know, I have a friend, I won't mention names, but they have a really hard time trusting like basically anyone uh, and like life. They just have like a hard time trusting the world to like do any right by them. And it really fucks them up. Like, they're really depressed about it all the time. And it makes them kind of agoraphobic. Like, they they don't, you know, they tend to be afraid of going out in public because they don't trust public. And it isolates them from com their community. And I don't, I don't know exactly how to help them, but I wish I, I could figure something out because, like, that's essentially a more extreme version of what a lot of people experience. What are experience. you talking about? Oh, I'm talking oh. about... I can't help you. You're addicted to being yeah. sad. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> but at the same time, it's like, if we want to actually heal our society, like, there's a ton of people like that. And, like, there, ha there has to be some way to help them. Like, uh, right? Like, I don't know. Or everyone just has to help themselves. But it's like, what, what about a person like that who refuses to help themselves? And, like, 
seems to enjoy the like not necessarily on like a conscious level but seems to kind of wallow in and 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 want the negativity i mean what i think about a person like that is like in at least in the context of eco villages is that the reality is the founding of an eco village is going to be a very difficult thing for a lot of reasons so the people that i want to do that core with wise don't have to not have mental health problems necessarily, but they need to be able to engage with everything in a like, and especially interpersonal relationships in a way that's really easy to do through communication, etc. Yeah, like they can't have crippling communication and that they can like if they are very anxious for example like that they can realize that that's anxiety is something a way that their anxiety is viewing the world and then is able to go up to other people and be like hey like i know this isn't real but i'm have this anxiety can like i'm just expressing it so that i know it's not real you know (laughs) yeah yeah so like what you're saying is that you want our core our bedrock to to be filled with people and then once that that community is built in that way, then we can accept people into a very healthy communication environment that have problems like what you're talking about and, and help them through as a group that experience. Cause a lot of what's causing them to do things like that is the way that society is pushing them down or many number of things are about the way that they interact with the world. And, uh, that that won't really be reflected at them in the same way if they're in this very healthy interpersonal situation. Yeah, no, I, I think that's definitely true. And you know, we need it. We need to create like a bedrock if we want to heal people who are extra fucked up from society. We need to start off with people who are somehow the least fucked up. You know, not that you can't like have anxiety, like you said, but like somehow, even despite all that, they figured out how to communicate about it and they figured out how to create you know, healthy, how to communicate and, and, and give trust. Yeah. Right. And we have to start there and create that culture before we can bring in people who really struggle with it. Uh Oh, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, everything's like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely you have to build a house before you can, um, yeah, I was trying to come up with a metaphor, but all my metaphors were shit. I was like thinking about something like a pool and like the water's rippling and you have to wait for it not to ripple before throwing another rock in, but that doesn't like doesn't, mean anything about what I'm actually trying to say. Sense. It's like it the metaphor makes sense if you really wanted the water to ripple, but that's not true. Yeah. Like or yeah, anyway. I, I was gonna say like you need to build a house before you can have a party in it, but like that's also a bad metaphor. It's a terrible metaphor. You can't, <laughs> you can't put the lizard out in the sun if it's already hot. You, you can't teach a man to fish before you know how to fish. You can't. You can't teach a man how to fish if he isn't. I don't know. Fuck. He's, if you can't teach he a man to fish, you, if he's really sad. If you, if if the man's, <laughs> you can't build Rome in a day if all the architects are sad. It's got to get that little not sad architecture. <laughs> if everyone, if both of the bird, if both of the birds are sad, they're going to be really easy to hit with the one rock. Uh, fool me if, once you can't, you can't, you can fool me as long as I'm not talking, communicating. Many hands make idle work more fun if the, not everyone's depressed. Yeah, I think that was that it. one I mean, was you know, good. Like, that was the one. Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Let's try and get back on the main topic of giving. And by that, I mean, give us your money. Well, yeah, nice transition into the into the money hole the money hole here we are in the money hole and it's empty we need to put and i need in to it, i'm so. in a pit right and it's let's say 20 feet yeah. tall above me and i'm gonna die if i don't get out of this hole yeah and the only and and you'd think maybe i could throw down a ladder no anything thrown into this hole disappears except for cash <laughs> so is, are you gonna have to throw in enough cash <laughs> that i can, that climb, I can out. S- climb out yeah on the cash you may be hearing my calls of help from the money hole but i'm noticing none of you none of you motherfuckers are tossing any cash in and you're just standing at the top oh how well recorded yeah thank you so thank you so much Oh, how well recorded. Oh, it'd be nice if you'd make more uh, episodes, if you'd, if you'd release them a little I can't, more often. I can't, because I'm stuck well, down here, and occasionally someone lowers the microphone hole, down into it. Well, maybe I could get out of it if you if you Yeah, if you like I'm cash. having to rely on that. Just saying. Then I can spend a little more time working on this. No expectations, obviously. <laughs> we don't expect you to. Uh, we don't expect We don't expect, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I expect you guys to do it. I'm just saying I'd like to be able to eat food. I mean, food. I'm not saying I expect them to do it. I'm just saying it would be nice. So, uh, you know, if you want to get us out of the money hole and you want to save our lives, uh, you know, check out our Patreon. It's uh, Patreon yeah. slash uh, Compost Heap Podcast. And you can help us out of this hole. If you were listening today and you like what you hear, I'm always doing these, you know, I'm always telling you guys, if hit us up, email us, you can do that. If you want to, podcast at gmail.com for an email about literally, I'm so lonely, please email me. Uh, yeah, or you can um, follow us on Instagram. Uh, compost heap podcast. When they misstep, they, they will be, will be killed, killed in compost. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
the gold 